the indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of, from getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome. We've become a force to reckon with. Now, after years of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place we're sowing the seeds of a better way. A way with more ease, abundance, and flow. Get ready to learn about indie authorship from a whole new perspective. We're about to cover everything from releasing your poverty mentality to manifesting your millionaire author destiny. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hi there, and welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. Today, this episode marks 200 episodes of this show, and I can hardly even believe it, to be perfectly honest. When I first started the podcast, it was honestly a way to be able to connect with my fellow writers, to be able to talk about the things that I'm learning, to share and explore things as I continue to grow as Author Revolution. And looking back, there has been so many shifts and changes in the way that I do my business and the way that I look at being an indie author. Like when I first started, you know, it was back in 2018. The podcast itself was like coming in at the end of 2019. And it was crazy to think that rapid releasing was like such a big deal back then. Like we were trying to do all the things all the time. And I was really trying to make sure that authors knew that going too fast, at least for most of us, not all of us, for most of us, it's just not a sustainable way to do it. And that's kind of where the concept of rapid release roadmap came about. But what's interesting about it is that, you know, while I've concretized my four books a year thing for myself, I've helped a lot of authors come to the conclusions of like how many books they want to write. It's never stopped me from continuing to explore, you know, the strange new worlds (laughs) that are out there in indie publishing, because things are constantly in shift and in motion. And if you're not paying attention, they can definitely, you know, catch you by surprise. Now, I have a lot of futuristic in my strengths. I'm not like a number one futuristic, it's number 10 for me. But it's been interesting to see like all the hullabaloo with AI and how artificial intelligence is really freaking some authors out. Now, you know me, I'm not scared of it. I think there are uses for it. There are probably things that are going to get abused about it. I personally can't worry about those aspects of it. I'm going to worry about the parts that I want to use and how I can leverage it to do my job better. And so that's kind of where the four books, five days course concept came about. I was trying to think about, you know, the the plan your series challenge. I knew I wanted to launch it again for Preptober. I knew I wanted to change it. And here we are. Now, the great thing is like, as I'm creating this course and as I've been getting it ready, I knew that, you know, authors who are really worried about, you know, whether or not they're going to lose their voice or whether they're considered a real author or, you know, all of those things that were kind of really in the background of their mind, they can rest easy because now Amazon has gone ahead and dropped their guidelines on artificial intelligence or AI content with text, images, and translations. So interesting stuff here that's been happening. But what's really cool is that it doesn't impact the way we are doing four books, five days. And four books, five days doesn't impact the way that we create our content and the way that we 
declare, or in this case, not declare AI being used in our content. And here's why. So for those of you who aren't familiar or aren't aware just yet, Amazon went ahead and dropped their guidelines and they're saying that they're requiring all of us to inform them as we, you know, put our new books in, there's like a little uh, radial button, you select, is this thing, you know, AI generated or not? And they're asking that you include any content that is text, images, or translations within the publication. So this is not, at, the, at least at this time, including AI-generated covers. So it's just interior images and artwork, okay? So Amazon did declare and specify that. They're requiring that we understand how it works. But you are not required to disclose any AI-assisted content. So here's how they distinguish between the two of them. AI generated, okay? We define AI generated content as text, images, or translations created by an AI-based tool. So think pseudo-write in this case, right? It continues on to say that if you've used an AI-based tool to create the actual content, whether text, images, or translations, it is considered AI generated even if you applied substantial edits afterwards. Now, AI assisted, which is something that you do not need to declare, is if you created the content yourself and used an AI based tool to edit, refine, error check, or otherwise improve that content, whether text or images, then it is considered AI assisted and not AI generated. Similarly, if you used an AI based tool to brainstorm, ding, 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 (laughs) and generate ideas, ding, 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 but ultimately created the text or images yourself, this is also considered AI-assisted and not AI-generated. It is not necessary to inform us of the use of such tools or processes. So it's saying here that you're responsible for verifying that all AI-generated or AI-assisted content adheres to all content guidelines. So for example, to confirm an AI-based tool did not create content based on copyrighted works, you are required to review and edit any AI tool outputs. So that's what they've gone ahead and put in so far when it comes to the usage of AI tools. Now, this isn't going to be the last guidelines. It's not going to be the last all of the other platforms are going to be putting out there either. I'm sure there's definitely going to be more to come. We've seen, you know, the upheaval that AI has brought about in the indie author industry. And thankfully, Author Revolution and those who are in my crew and my students we understand the usage of it and we understand how to utilize it in a way that's actually going to be beneficial versus something that is a little bit more questionable, right? So the good thing is there are two tracks. You can obviously go towards the track of checking it out, testing it out, seeing how it's going to work for you and not you know, give in to the fear-based antics that a lot of authors are really kind of going down because we're not, we're not delving into having it create our, our stories. That's our job. At least that's how I view it. Can you use it to assist you in fleshing it out? Sure, absolutely you could. But for me, writing is the fun part, right? We want to have these tools just to be able to help us do our job faster or better. That's my opinion, and that's how I'm teaching this course. One of the interesting things that I'm seeing is that, you know, as Amazon does this, as we start to now declare, it's more like a survey is what I'm understanding. They're not going to necessarily do anything about it just yet, but they are trying to see you know, how much of this is being used. They're probably trying to clamp down quite a bit on the AI generated content that's coming through as well. So if it's a lot of gobbledygook, and it's just throwing off the algorithms or making things more difficult for authors to get their books out, 
they're probably going to start utilizing it in a, you know, a few other ways as well. But for me, it's been very cool. I saw this coming. I knew this was going to be in the works. At some point, Amazon and others are going to need to have some sort of guidelines so that we know how to proceed with it so that we understand what is okay and what's not. We're kind of in a new frontier (laughs) right now when it comes to AI tools and being able to utilize them to make our job easier. Now, as I'm going through the course creation for four books, five days, what I'm finding is that there's so many cool, unique ways to prompt our tools that will deliver some really insightful, you know, aspects to our stories that even the way that I taught the plan your series challenge before, I couldn't get this level of information or this level of ideation beforehand. Some of the things that we can do with AI tools now will bring us to the next level. It helps us brainstorm in ways that we have not ever been able to do before. You know, unless you have, of course, a a best-selling author like Stephen King as your best friend and you can just bounce ideas off of. I myself am actually pretty lucky. My husband's an ideation number one in his strength. So, so it's been very fun when he has time to talk to me about it. At any rate, I wanted to give these insights to you. I wanted to let you know that this was going on and how it's not impacting the course that we're creating and why. Because as we're creating our series and as we are coming up with the brainstorming and ideas for our series, The only thing that AI is helping us with is to flesh out the ideas we already have. It's like the snowflake method. We are putting down our ideas and then as the ideas get, you know, put down, we're spreading it out and we're looking at other aspects and we're bringing them all in together. It's just a really fun way to be able to get so many ideas all at once. And some of the ideas that ChatGPT creates are phenomenal, like really, really good. Some of them, it probably misses the boat just a bit because it doesn't quite understand, you know, what I'm trying to prompt or what my story is really about, or even where my ideas are trying to lead. And it's up to us to then help ChatGPT, help the tools to understand what it is that we're looking for, right? Now, from a futuristic perspective, from an author perspective, do I think tools like PseudoWrite are going to be problematic? No, I don't think so. I think we as authors are just using it to flesh out our work, to make our work better, to do things in a way that will help us speed up the learning curve on how to write our stories well. Because let's face it, this is a process that, you know, it takes some time to understand story structure. It takes some time to understand how to world build or how to create characters or how to create a story flow that is really magical for the reader. And so I think. Tools like PseudoWrite are going to really help us still in figuring out our voice and doing what we need to do. And if at a later date, it becomes detrimental to use a tool like that in our writing process, well, then that's a choice that we get to make, right? We get to decide, do we continue to utilize this or do we not? So at any rate, I thought it was a fitting place to put this episode since Author Revolution has always been about testing those new ideas, testing our boundaries, and creating the author career and life we love. Because I think it's important for us to not so much look at what other authors are doing and feel like we have to follow suit, but to notice what they're doing and decide for ourselves, does that feel like something I want to do too? There's so many things that we can do 
And then so many times it's just busy work. It's keeping us from doing the thing that we know we really have to do. And I myself, yes, <laughs> I, I am right there with everybody else. I've done this. My husband will definitely attest to that. He's constantly like, are you doing this because it is required or because it's busy work and you're trying to avoid doing the thing you want to do or you really should be doing? And in this case, it's typically uh, the rom-com pen name that I'm working on, right? <laughs> um, so if I'm working on something, for example, going wide and doing all the things and getting all the stuff set up and it's something that Jenny could be doing, but I chose to do it anyway. You know, he'll often give me that side eye and be like, mm, are you trying to avoid something? What I'm saying here is I want you to remember whatever this looks like, whatever AI looks like for you, whatever going wide or selling direct looks like for you or publishing quickly or creating merch or all of these things that are kind of really becoming a big deal this year. If you're not there yet, just take notice of it. And if you are there, make sure that you feel good about the direction you're heading. And that's the part that's most important. And if for some reason AI doesn't feel good to you right now, just step back and watch what happens. Everything is going to unfold as it's meant to. And so we'll see the process of it unfolding before us. So some of us are in the trenches. Some of us can stand back and watch. It's fine. Eventually, we'll have a clear process on how everything is going to work for us and what it gets to look like for us and what's expected of us in the marketplace. That's all going to hash itself out at some point very soon. And in the meantime, we can utilize it in ways that are going to help us to create our stories and our worlds and our characters faster. And I think that's a lot of fun, to be perfectly honest, especially for authors like myself, like you probably, who are in our own heads a lot. We're, you know, not necessarily grouping together with a bunch of authors talking about our stuff and trying to figure it out. We're doing it on our own. And so when we have a tool like ChatGPT, for instance, to be able to bounce ideas off of, <laughs> that's pretty powerful. It's pretty awesome, actually. And guys, last week I did promise that for this episode, for the 200th episode, I was going to include a giveaway for it. And I thought, Heck yes, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And so I have put together a giveaway through King Sumo. It's going to be attached to today's podcast show notes. So if you want to check that out, go over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 200. That is so crazy. 200. In it, you're going to see that like if you start sharing this podcast episode or just sharing any of the Author Revolution podcast episodes, you'll be put into a giveaway for uh, a $500 giveaway, actually. So we're going to be doing a swag box, which is going to include a unisex awesome looking sweatshirt. It's pretty cool if I do say so myself. It has like content going up the sleeve and down the sleeve and in the center. It's pretty neat. There's going to be a millionaire author mug that's included, a author revolution notepad and pen. And the pens are beautiful. I love them so much. They're one of the best pens I've ever used, even if I do say so myself. <laughs> And then on top of it, there is also going to be a $400 gift certificate to be able to use on any Author Revolution courses. If you would like to, you know, join at one of the larger courses and have not yet had the chance, $400 off on any of them. So that's all included in the big win, which will be drawn on October 1st. So the contest is going to be running from now until the end of the month of September 2023, with the winner being drawn October 1st. 
If you'd like to get in on that process, like I said, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 200. Plus you can also download the transcript there and I will include the link to Amazon's artificial intelligence guidelines so that you can take a look at those yourself. And yeah, so here we are guys, 200 episodes in and we're still going strong. We're still coming up with cool new things that are impacting the author community in ways that we could never have seen before. It's just amazing stuff. So there you have it. Our 200th episode is coming to a close, which is incredible to me. That's just so crazy. Now, next week for 201, we're going to be bringing Katie Cross in. We're going to be talking all things direct sales. It's super crazy to me because Katie and I talked quite a while ago. It was after the whole InkersCon presentation. It was back in June, and (laughs) I'm actually going to be talking to her again this week about a different topic. And so it's like all Katie Cross in my brain. We've got Katie Cross coming on next week. We're talking about direct sales, how it worked for her, all the things that are going on. And then she's also going to be coming back later on this year. And we're going to be talking about what it means to be a powerhouse publishing mom and having that work-life balance and how, you know, having the direct sales engine running and having everything working the way it should gives you more time and freedom to focus on your family and the things that you really love. So that's coming a little bit later as well. So stay tuned. (laughs) And in the meantime, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. Make sure to share it with your friends. Use the King Sumo link to be able to track everything and go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.